Mistwalkers. Welcome to Ravenloft, the demi-plane of dread. This is Season 3 of Tales from the Mists, a Dungeons & Dragons series full of love, inevitable betrayal, and gothic horror. Tales from the Mists airs on twitch.tv slash dnd every Friday at 6pm Pacific Time. Before we break your heart and dash all hopes, let's meet our unfortunate cast. It's me, T.K. Johnson, your dungeon master and favorite eldritch auntie. I write scary stories and I put them on the internet, and you can read them at my website, tkjwrites.com, or you can follow me on Twitter, tkjoinsthefray. My name is Lisa Penrose, and I play your heart-of-the-party Mercy Albrecht, storm sorceress and <sighs> heartbroken changeling. Follow me at Lisa Penrose on Twitter. I'm Kayla Klein, and I play Vosley Ava Mordenheim. Artificer, wizard, alchemist, and abyssal tiefling. You can follow me on Twitter at K A Y N C L I. I'm Ashley Warren, and I play the Weird Jackal Vistana revolutionary bard, Konstantina Afshalamov. Follow me on Twitter at Ashley and H Warren, or check out my website, scribemind.com. I'm Hadil Almasari. I play Vargas Blackstone, the drow who knows everybody's secrets. You can find me online at TwittySuch, T-W-I-T-T-Y-S-U-C-H. This episode also features special guests Mackenzie Diarmis as Sorrow and Kiana Shaw as Neferet Shy. I'm sure they don't have any secrets. Find them as at Mackenzie Lane D-A and at Kiana S on Twitter, respectively. Now, are you prepared? <laughs> it doesn't matter. Here comes episode 29, The Reckoning begins. Welcome to Tales from the Mists, a spooky campaign set in the domains of dread. With me tonight are six adventurers. Just a reminder to everyone, this is not a typical campaign. We have a rotating cast, which means we have four anchor members, being Hadil, Lisa, Kayla, and Ashley. And then we have two guest members, which sit with us for four episodes. So yeah, that'll be great. Everything's going to be fine. We're going to have a delightful time. I'd like to circle back before we catch up with one of us who's locked in a jail cell covered in blood. Vasily... I thought you meant me. <laughs> Vasily, you precious, precious child. You delightful creature. Apple of my eye. Where were you? I think when we left off the last time I was here, I was pulling a Skyrim and long resting outside of the store until it was time for dinner. Because <laughs> I didn't have anywhere else to go. Like I went and got clothes uh, because... The gunsmith asked me to dinner, so I just awkwardly waited outside because this is not my house. I don't know where to go. I will I will so. give you that. Go, go ahead and give yourself a long rest. Oh, really? Did you do anything Whoa. for like six hours? I just really honestly imagined her just like standing outside and kicking the dirt. <laughs> just standing right beside a guard that just stares at you like, why? Yeah, like when you get to the movie theater too early and the other people haven't left yet and you just have to stand out there with the usher oh, you stand out there i did one time <laughs> it was awkward wow <laughs> oh, wow okay long rest dope okay so what happened tell me about it tell me how you spent your time um well i i guess 
I looked at the sky a little bit. I thought about guns for a while, because I guess I've never made a gun in my life, and I have to figure that out and how to modify it. Or, I don't know, is this girl going to do everything? I don't even know. Definitely not thinking about my life choices or anything I've done in the past. So... I'm sorry. Um, Hadil just messaged me. I'm going to call her out right now. She said, I thought about guns for a while. Vasily, the young Republican. (laughs) Vasily, 20 minutes before her date. I thought about guns for a while. (laughs) Vasily, Patrick Bateman of of Ravenloft. Vasily on the NRA payroll. (laughs) Be sure to use hashtag Tales from the Mist for your NRA membership discount. I'm sorry, we can't we can't do that on here. No, I'm sorry. That's, I'm just gonna go ahead and uh Vasily, what is the outcome? What is the desired date? What is the ideal end to the night for you? <laughs> You're not gonna get it, but tell um, me. Um everything to go as smoothly as possible. Uh, no one to touch me at all on any part. Like, don't touch my hands. Okay. Like, don't, I don't know. Um, respect my personal space six feet away. Um, you know, go- I get the gun for Vargas and then okay. I leave. So if I'm parsing this correctly, your ideal outcome to this time spent with Nafra is creating a gun together. Yeah. And leaving with the gun, would you like to pay for it? Would you like to get it for free? I offered to pay with it with my pocket trash. I think I gave her some stuff. I gave her yeah, some of my pocket trash. Yeah, you still five electrum. I don't have that, so I could do the dishes. How many dishes do you think are in this blacksmith? I mean, the dishes from dinner, depending on what she makes, like... Sometimes you have to let that soak. If it's like a nice baked ziti, you gotta let that soak. And I could just scrub it right out. Rather than letting it soak all night. That's worth five electrum to me. I would like for you to determine the outcome of this date by rolling. The first one will be making it clear that this is that this is not a date without offending her. I need a persuasion. Or deception or intimidation. Whichever. Well and I will say it's not because Vasily adamantly does not want it to be a date. She just really does not believe this is an actual date and has no idea okay. what's going on. Um, so Vasily does want a date or doesn't want a date? Okay, TK. She has a lot of problems. She has a lot of trust issues and vulnerability issues. So she just doesn't want to be vulnerable with someone. But It's really sweet. You know. Does Kayla want a date? Kayla isn't certain. Kayla wants to let the dice decide. This is TK asking you out on public that's a lie don't tell my husband (laughs) no of course not nerd um okay (laughs) okay so kayla wants the dice to decide all right yeah roll to persuade nafra that this is not a date or you can roll to roll insight to interpret whether or not it is a date but you will be using up one of your three you're going to have three skill checks for this. Let's do insight. I think that makes more okay. sense considering her yeah. attitude about it. Roll insight to see what kind of 
dinner time activity she has in mind. Oh, that is a 17 plus 2, so 19. Okay. Thanks, level up dice. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> wow, she... Oh, God. Um, she makes zero attempt to hide the fact that she is romantically interested in you, but plans on working on this gun. Oh, thank God. Okay. So, after determining that this is secondary date and primary working on a gun, what is your next plan of attack? Um, my main concern, Vasily's main concern at this point, because I assume Nafra is being, like, flirty or, like, a little more obvious so Vasily can pick up what she's laying down. Um, Vasily's main concern is to not get really sweaty, like visibly sweaty. Um, because she's like standing like really rigidly still kind of, you know, like, um, that movie we watched where the girl, like the guy walked in the room and she was just standing in the corner cause she was an alien and didn't know how to be a human and was just standing there. That's like what Vasily's doing right now. Yeah. That was a horrible movie. Yeah. But she's just like okay. a weird alien in the corner, just like trying not to sweat. What what do you want Nafra to interpret from this? That I'm not extremely sweaty. Okay. Deception. Am I allowed to do that? Is that lying? Well, you're trying to hide the fact that you're nervous. Okay. Oh, boy. That's a, a three plus three, so six. She rolled a 15. <laughs> What's your... How can she um, tell that you're incredibly sweaty? Um... When I entered the room, the establishment, I took off that new jacket I bought when I went and got clothes. Um, so I just have like a light linen button-up shirt on, and you can just see those pit stains. You can see nice. that I'm very sweaty. You just you pick up silverware and it just slides out of your hands. Yes, <laughs> even with gloves on, it just like can it please be like Vasily is on like on Vasily this date is like that episode of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia where Charlie goes on a date. Where he's like, sir, your jelly yes. beans are getting ready and your milk is boiling for your steak. <laughs> okay. So, what is the last outcome you'd like to ensure? Um, I guess I want to... Vasily wants to still uh, be perceived as cool somehow. Like, okay. smart and cool. She really is I like, okay, I'm sweaty at this point. I just really want... Her to think I'm cool enough to make a gun with her. Okay, well, I'm going to tell you, you get three skill checks, and one of them has to be for making a gun if you want a gun out of this. Do you oh. want that skill check to be gun? Yeah, I want, I want my skill check to be gun, please. Okay. <laughs> Give me... Oh my god. <laughs> my gun. Give me an intelligence arcana. Roll with advantage because she's assisting you. Okay. Um, that would be an 18. With an 18, you do manage to, between the two of you, augment this pistol that she has. It won't be the most powerful weapon, but you think that you have built in a good focus so that Vargas will be able to shoot an Eldritch Blast through this. Now, you don't know for sure if it'll work. And it takes a few hours to do, but you have a working pistol. Well, great. So I guess, I, am, am I just awkwardly standing there holding a gun incorrectly? Like, all right, time to leave now. How do I get out of this? 
Vasily is your character. I think you are the one who decides <laughs> that is what she's doing. She's like holding it like like an ice cream cone, like with the barrel of it in her hand, like it's the cone of an ice cream because she doesn't know how to use hold a gun, and she's just like, okay, uh, thank you. <laughs> and she holds out her hand for five electrum. Um, I don't have any electrum on me right now well do you Dine have dash. anything to trade uh she starts rifling through her pockets again uh, uh your insight <laughs> was high enough that she that you know she means this in a flirtatious way oh was it high enough for that <laughs> you got a 19 i'm really dumb she rolled like a seven she's very obvious Hmm. <laughs> She's just holding this ice cream cone gun. Ooh. And she just she just starts stammering because she does not know what do. Um, the only time she's been kissed was that one time by Mercy. And even then she was like, I don't know. So she just stands there getting you can see like also as she stands there stammering, you see the sweat stains in her armpits getting a little larger. Um, I think because Nafra saw that you got a six with that, um, trying to hide it last time, she, uh, pats you on the shoulder and says, that's all right. You can come see me another day. You'll just owe me one. Okay. Thanks. And she just turns and leaves really quickly. Uh, your coat. Oh, okay, thanks. And she just reaches back in her arm only and she grabs her coat and in doing so she like knocks over the whole coat rack and that hits a shelf and stuff falls over and she just like runs. <laughs> it's just a domino effect yeah. and Nafra's just standing there in the middle like surrounded by all of these Nerf guns on the floor. Yeah. And she's just running with this like gun in her hand like an ice cream cone like, oh god. I did it. That went well. Yeah. Thanks for the hot date. <laughs> Welcome. So, Vasily, it is late as you start home uh, on the way to the Devil's Backbone, specifically a large tiefling population neighborhood that Club Knucklebone resides in. And even as late as it is, which you can notice by the passage of time, the silver sun is out and the sky is blue, but it is as you near the edge of the marketplace that you hear a low hum that thrums through the pit of your belly and hums out and vibrates through your body and it sends all your hair staticking straight up and you see these pockmarks peppered in the sky, bright red. And you see that silver sun steadily turning black. Um, I think you have a call. Oh, God. Um, do do I get a sense of who whomst it is, or just, like, a twitch in my brain? It's not Nicodemus, so you'll have to spend your inspiration to pick up. Um. Yeah, that's fine. We'll do that. We started with inspiration, right? For yeah. this arc? Okay. Yep. Did you hear a... Mom? <laughs> Vasily, like, like, 
jerks back and like sticks a finger in her ear to kind of like clean it out because it's very shrill. Mom. Oh. Mom. Mm. Mom. What? Mom. Woo. Who? Which? Who is this? Four. Four. Where have you been? Oh, I've been here with two. You two are together. We're always together. <laughs> well, <laughs> where? Why haven't you talked to me in, until now? I don't know. You weren't here yet. Well, here is in here here. Which two said you were going to be here and you weren't here? How does two know that? Two always knows. Two does not always know. I made two. I know what two knows and doesn't know. Well, then you shouldn't be so surprised. Mm. Where are you? Club Knucklebone. We're with Aunt Maggie. Is anybody else there? Uh, Goat Legs. Uh, Hot One. Uh, Hot One who's a dog. One who's a dog? Yeah. One of, okay. Goat Legs, is she very, very pale and very, very tiny and very, very, like, intimidating? The dog? No, goat legs. Oh, yeah, of course. Okay, hot Super one. Intense. Hot one, is he a, like, relatively attractive young man who yeah, is very hot. incapable of functioning? Super. Okay, well, I know who that one is. Dog? Incredibly pathetic. Did this? Did the other one turn into a dog? Well, she was a dog when she left. Left where? Club Knucklebone, where we are. To, 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 to where? Where did the dog go? I don't know. She was with some of the, the, she was with some of the workers. The what? The workers. She was okay. with some of the workers here. Okay. You need to let me know where this dog went. I need to go find the dog, and then I need to give a gun to the hot, the quote unquote hot one. Uh, are you coming or not? If I come there, will you help me find the dog? I, I gotta check with two. Four. And then you hear, click. Mm. Okay, she stomps off in the direction of Club Knucklebone. Sorrow, how long have you been watching Vasily? What time is it? It's late at night, right? It is late at night, though the sun does not set in Mudar. You can tell just from your internal clock that it is late at night. Probably since she left the uh, Nafra's place, then. I, I don't really have a lot else to do in the city, so. What are you doing just right now? Looking for a trail, I suppose? A trail. Mostly running errands, looking for a, looking as well looking for a dog. How would you like to determine which way the dog went? Um, I have a, I have a suspicion where it or where the dog went uh, towards the edge of the city. But um, I, I'm looking more for confirmation. So. How would you de- how would you determine confirmation before I make you roll for it? How much of that conversation could I overhear? Or was that all in Vosley's head? Is it all in your head, Vosley? I honestly, when this happens, picture her like, like, like holding her head like Xavier and like just talking aloud to herself. <laughs> just an old lady yelling into yeah. her Nokia. Yeah, old man yells at Sky, like, um, you know. Um, Sorrow, go ahead and give me a perception roll. Uh, Vasily, are you making any attempt to be stealthy? No. <laughs> I will set this DC then. Go ahead and give me a perception. Well. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Well, How's it's it a seven. Wow. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. What is your, what is your, um, passive? Oh, my passive is a 13. I just 
can't roll. Yeah, you can't roll lower than a passive when you're actively perceiving. You didn't hear all of it. You heard dog person, club knuckle bone. Besides that, there were a lot of numbers. Hard yeah. to tell. Yeah. I was mainly listening for dog and club, dog leaving club knuckle bone were my two things I wanted to pick up. And so. that is excellent. What would you like to do? I'm going to head to the arena of blood. All right. On your way to the court of blood, you know that's to the east. It will take you, are you running or walking? Mechanically, what's the difference? It will take about twice as long to walk. I'll run. Okay. Maybe around 30 minutes for you. What's your speed? 45. 15 minutes for you. <clears throat> and we will meet you there in just a moment. I want to catch up with Constantina. Constantina, when you wake, you are not yourself. There is something sweet in your mouth, and yet it stings metallic. You're not entirely sure what it is you ate, but you remember the tieflings slipping you some manner of dessert. And when you look down at your matted fur, you can see a sort of gelatinous substance matted in with the blood. Like jello? <laughs> or like unidentifiable substance? <laughs> uh, let's say it's like a red aspic. Oh no. That's gross even when I'm not a jackal. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> and in this cell, which is dark, dreary, and very cramped, you can hear subtle breathing. I could just hear it not see the source oh that's fine would you like to look around i would oh, excellent what's your passive as my cute little doggy form yeah. yeah okay i'm just gonna would you like to take a look or a smell um i probably smell is my stronger sense yeah you'll if you do smell then you will have um advantage I will do that. Also, just as a side note, about five minutes ago, there was an earthquake here. And if I made a lot of weird expressions on stream, it's because I was freaking out a little bit. <laughs> Not, which is probably isn't that weird because I make a lot of weird expressions anyway. But um, my heart, <laughs> my heart is still pounding a little bit. So, so scary. Get back in the game. I also rolled. Totally understandable. Like garbage. Oh, no, that's a good one. I'm also using my fancy sandstone dice from level up dice. Very pretty. And that is a... Sorry, I'm using my weird jackal stats now, which I haven't really had the chance to use very much. That is, I think, just a 16. Yeah, you can smell something in here. It's a mangy matted fur. The stingy metallic scent of old, dried blood. The musk of another canine not like you hmm. and it you feel this involuntary snarl who's that wolf two of them and you can hear 
claws scraping stone as they begin to climb to their feet. You also hear this sharp clang clang against the iron bars of your cell. A squat man in rolled linen around his waist. Up up, doggies, up up! I guess I, um... Am I in... Like, do I have any sort of, like, shackles or any sort of bondage on right now? Just me? Okay. Don't... Is there any other, like... All I can really see are these other creatures, this person, and then just, like, the, this, like, the walls around me, right? Pretty much. Okay. Um, hmm. I would say it's probably about a 10 by 10 cell. Okay. No light. I will... I, I get to my feet if I'm not already standing say all right take this water 10 minutes before the first match mm-hmm. yeah i don't how much am i able to access my constantina's normal magic typically that is not something you can do in full jackal form i will give you roll me a d6 for us to determine whether or not you're full jackal or demi jackal I have a really cool dice right now, by the way, that I really need to show because it has a little wolfy head in it. It's hard to see. Lisa gave this to me. It's very cute. <laughs> Used all my pneumatic dice. That's funny because I was oh, like, oh, it's and so it rolled, cute. I'm going to say that this dice isn't terribly balanced because it has a little doggy head in it because um, it pretty much always rolls a six. <laughs> um, so I'm going to just. Good, good, good. Okay. So with a six, you're definitely Demi Jackal. Okay. Now, I would like for you to roll me a charisma saving throw to decide how much in charge of your faculties as a thinking humanoid you are, as opposed to monstrous instinct. Yeah, I like. think currently I'm mostly acting on just what I'm able to smell and perceive. You want to beat an 18. I did not beat an 18. (laughs) Got a 10. You have no access to your magic right now. You can speak. Oh, okay. At least. But you have no access to your magic. Okay. I'm going to choose not to speak for now, but I'm going to kind of use my instincts to guide me a little bit. So from what I can see, the only way out of this is probably where the person on the other side is standing. So I will just kind of follow that instruction for now. After a few minutes uh, of sloshing water through the bars for the three of you to lap up, sorry, there's silence, and then dark, and then a few more minutes pass, and several large men with long staves that arc electricity at the end come in and poke them through the doors to get you to obey. Don't like that. I will obey. What would you like to do when they open the doors? I'm not going to rush out, but I would like to kind of get close to it if I can. Like, I'm trying to not be overly threatening, lest they, like, jab me with that. The other two wolves will flink alongside you and sort of maneuver their their shoulders into blasts to keep you out of them. Your instincts impl- infer that this is some manner of 
pack tactic. Against me. For you. Oh, oh we're friends. It's <laughs> probably too far. <laughs> the group of you are led through sprawling stone tunnels. And when you come through a large stone arch entrance, you can see the sands are peppered with people waving banners and chanting and banging drums. And you see the sky is red with that full black moon in the middle, as wild as it ever was out in the wasteland. The three of you gather in the arena, sand beneath your feet, freshly raked by the arena masters, and you can hear sort of voice amplified over the crowd and so ladies and gentlemen you hear the announcer go down the list of titles sponsors and finally other arena workers pulling out three large wooden crates with chains wrapped around them they set them in the center of the arena. It is now that you notice the bodies strewn out, scattered like flower petals around the floor of the arena. Place your bets, ladies and gentlemen. Let's see whether or not the pack can make quick work of these dibbocks. The announcer fades and the workers flee. The boxes creak open. The wolves flank you. We'll be right back. <laughs> Club Knucklebone. Who wakes first in the middle of the night, having heard the fizzle, the screams, having noticed the red sky blooming where there was once blue? I know that Mercy did wake Mercy in the middle of the night. What do you do, Mercy? I heard a scream. Did it sound like it was coming from outside or within the outside. building? Uh, Mercy starts and she goes to the window and she first just kind of looks around to see if she can see anything in the... It's not really darkness, right? No, it's not really darkness. It's a very dim light, but not dark. When you look out, everything is washed red. This is different. It is very different. Mercy has already kind of had a stressful day. She's waking up in the middle of the night and she sort of rubs her temples a little bit. Um, she's thinking to herself that she wants to go and see what that scream was, but she doesn't want to go alone. So she's, um, I don't know if she had an idea of where Vargas's room would have been. Um, she's probably going to go looking for him. So she has a buddy. Vargas, are you in your own room? Listen, we all know <laughs> that I'm not. And there's like several do not disturb signs like on the door. <laughs> so, it's just an, an enormous door with, that is a do not disturb. Kayla said in the chat, I imagine Vargas sleeping through everything in matching satin pajamas and a satin eye mask, which you're right. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> Mercy, do you knock on the door? Do you disturb? Um, Mercy is going to lightly disturb. Vargas, I'm not going to make you roll to wake up. 
Marquise. I will do the thing Marquise. where like, you go to the door and you like open it. Let's see. No, no, no. You accidentally put C sign on your door. I did I'm I'm not I'm not proper right now. Could you come back in several hours? There was a scream and the sky is red. Did you see? Did you look at your window? I mean, I assume the sky is just weird here, but the screaming is probably from the dungeons. Um, you know, there are some people who are into very interesting things. It sounded like it was outside, so. And have you seen Vasily um, and Constantina? We should go check on Constantina. Maybe they have outdoor sex dungeons. I mean, you know, again, I'm not, ju- I'm not judging. No, if that's somebody's thing. Like, I know that exhibition, not for me, but someone. I suppose if it's not hurting anybody. But anyway, anyway, uh, we should check on Constantina. And I haven't seen Fasily. I don't think she's in the rooms they set for her. Probably not. What does that mean? You know, it doesn't, because she's probably doing science. Why would she, she's probably doing science mostly. Why would she be in her room? It's true, that's but not she her would lab. have said goodnight. Yeah, you see? She would have said goodnight. I'm just very worried. Are you coming with me to check on Constantina or not? One moment, and then I will close the door <laughs> really quickly. And um, I will dress myself. And I will excuse myself from the room. And I will go out. Who for you are talking to? Is there a lesser ghost? myself. I like to talk to myself. I get lonely sometimes, you know. The best company. I am my own best friend. Anyway, we should go. Where is Vasily? I don't know. Where is Constantina? I haven't seen her in ages. I'm worried about two Vardkis. Me too. Me too. You should, like, <laughs> just, <laughs> yeah. Um, would we know that Constantina was supposed to be in the dungeons, or could we ask staff about where she is? Oh, I think you're muted, or I can't hear you at least. The staff would have let you know what room she was in, okay. sorry. So I'd like to, I think she was supposed to be in a dungeon, so I'd like to go investigate the cell where she's supposed to be. Go say hi. Yeah, she's supposed to be in dungeon four, and it is as you are going downstairs that you notice there are several broken busts in the main room. There's a curtain that's tattered. The banister on the stairs down is shattered, splintered. You can see long furrows in the plaster. You see an open door to perhaps one of the poshest dungeons you've ever seen. Some mess of food on the floor, a clear scuffle, and a dead tiefling. That you don't recognize. Oh no! Also, what a mess! Do it, like, is, oh, um, no. Like, is, are they very clearly, like, dead? Like, are they, um, not to get, like, too gross, but, like, are they, like, disemboweled? Or they're just, like, laying on the floor? When you look at this tiefling, you begin to investigate their body. You see that one of the arms is twisted quite all the way around popped off and holding on only because they are wearing clothes. There's a large puddle of blood beneath them. Most of their face has been ripped away from the bone and muscle underneath. Fardki sees terrible. There's no ritual circle. 
Bloody feast. Uh, that's oh, somebody had a rough night in here, let me tell you. Um why don't you why don't you get to work on that ritual circle and I'll just take a poke about, you know, we can't have um zombies wandering around uh in a sex dungeon, that's probably a bad idea. And I'd like to like look around the room. Like, do we know for sure this is Constantina's room? Or like have we All of the other dungeons were empty but that doesn't mean that this was necessarily Constantina's room. Okay, I want to look around to see if there's anything, like a piece of her clothing, or like something from her bag. Well, Constantina, set the DC. Um, Mercy, Make it low. go ahead. Um, while Vargas is <laughs> investigating, Mercy is just kind of leaning down by the dead body with like a look of like, oh, what a, what a shame, how terrible. And she kind of like dips her her fingertips all in the blood and starts like drawing little like runic eternal order symbols on the body. Mm-hmm. So you want me to roll investigation? Yeah. Roll me some investigation. Some sweet investigation. Alright. I get my day. Everyone's using fancy dice today. Okay. Eleven. That that passes. So. What what does an eleven reveal about this room that proves it's Constantinus? Um I think her stuff is probably still there. Um, I like to think that she would have probably not necessarily known exactly what was going to transpire, but being a little cautious, probably would have like maybe hung her satchel on the, um, on like a hook or something in the room, um, along with um, like her uh, violin bandolier. (laughs) Like, so there's probably like a little bag and stuff hanging. Also her brand new clothes are neatly folded. She's naked. <laughs> no, she's in pajamas. <laughs> jammies. She's in hotel jammies. Um, I want to believe she has like a matching set of jammies that like have little weird. I want to believe them. that Club Knucklebone provides everybody like satin monogrammed jammies. Oh, yes, nice. Yes, they would. Um, well, I will. I will see her her new clothes and her bag. And to myself, if Mercy wants to overhear that, I'm like, oh, Constantine, that you naughty girl. <laughs> this is a nice. This is a nice one. I've I haven't seen one of a nice one like this for a while. Um, but I will take her bag off of the the hook, um, and also I will like look over my shoulder at the the dead body. Like, oh, really, not to go. How long did the two of you stay in Constantina's room? Oh, you mean her sex dungeon? Yeah. That's, yeah. Okay. Uh, the death dungeon. Yeah. Her de- sexy death dungeon. Um, I will let. Uh, I mean, are there like little paw prints leading out of the room? You know, like blues clues, but like no, murder. There are no, there are no prints. Okay. Um, is there like a where would she have escaped? I'm sorry, I missed that completely. It, did she like escape out of the wind? Like, is the door? It's all open? underground. <laughs> Judging okay. from the trail that you saw coming down, she went up that way. Okay, so I will. Hold up the bag and hand it to to Mercy for safekeeping, because uh, I super will go through it. Um, and I will point to the trail and be like, I think our friend has gone this way. Mercy has sort of just finished. Uh, she probably drew, like, smooshed the blood into a circle, or maybe in the pool of blood drew, a, like, a clearer path where there's a circle around this body. 
Um, and kind of the blood dripping down her white arms. She's like looking up at the sky, um, and dedicating, uh, the body, uh, that, um, um, may, uh, you lend meaning to this murder. Uh, I dedicate this to Sikni, starvation, and strife. Um, and then she kind of goes like this, and precipitates the blood off her hands, grabs the bag, and says, yes, let's go up these stairs. Um, can I, I like I know it's your prestidigitation, but when I imagine you you do this for a ritual circle, it like sprays it like the blood on the wall in like a cursive mercy. Oh, cute. Yeah. <laughs> just like a cute little <laughs> mercy. <laughs> mercy this yeah. year. It's like it sprays it and it's like the um eternal order, like sigil or something. Yeah. Very cute. <laughs> it's like Death Eaters. Sorry. <laughs> Neferet. Where are you when Vasily returns to Club Knucklebone? I think that they're one of the last people up in the common areas. Shuffling a deck of cards. Looks like they're playing solitaire. Nice. Neferet, what does Vasily see when she enters Club Knucklebone? Um, She would see a... Pale gray uh, humanoid. Um, they are quite lithe. Um, not very tall, but not very short. Just kind of in that middling range where most people wouldn't know anything interesting about it. What is interesting, though, is that um, they wear um, this jackal-like mask. At least a half mask on the bottom of their face. Um, and they're um and the only hair on the head is a is a side braid uh the rest is very is a uh, shaven bald and as um they are laying down cards and playing solitaire their eyes will glance up to Vasily not surprised by her appearance but not looking like they expected it either um Vasily, I guess, like, enters, and you're, is Neferet the only person in the lobby? Like, the, the super destroyed lobby at this point? Yes. Um, so she starts looking around, and she, she cautiously kind of calls out, like, two, four. No answer. Uh, um, so she kind of taps her foot a little bit, and... Neferit, you see that she's like holding a gun in an incredibly inappropriate manner, um, just the completely wrong way. And she notices you and and walks up and kind of shoves the gun in her pocket and awkwardly crosses her arms and asks you, um, "Have you seen a small tiefling, a s- mildly attractive man, and a?" A dog anywhere? Well, I've seen where the dog was taken. Where well, I could make a good guess. Oh, um, can you tell? Can you tell me that's that's my friend? And I need. I think she's in trouble. She's not great at being a dog. And Vasily like very awkwardly winks, tries to wink. <laughs> I don't know. She's trying to be like you know. Yeah. Uh, she's learning so much about, like, social. <laughs> she's doing a great job, okay? <laughs> yeah. Nef- Neferet starts to, like, um, 
not breaking eye contact with Vasily, uh, but starts to, with one hand, gather all the cards into a very neat pile, very practiced with a single hand. And with the other kind of gestures around the destroyed lobby. <laughs> well, I must, I was going to assume that the dog was your friend. Both of you look fairly new around here. Yeah, um, I have no idea what's going on or where I am. I'm just kind of here, uh, but I need to help her. I can't, st- I guess technically it's my fault um if you want to get technical but i do want to help her i need to find her all right um i would suggest that you gather your other friends uh two and four yeah well two two and four aren't my friends they're my i i made them i made them your children Uh, i made them in my own Im- my image, your creation. Yeah, that's that's a better term. They're around here somewhere. One of them, oh gosh, I haven't seen them in a very long time. They just both look really weird. That's not a uh, probably as useful of a description here as it might be from where you are. Fair, Vargas and Mercy. This is where you find them, chatting about Vasily playing God. In the lobby of the Club Knucklebone. I feel like playing God seems a little harsh, I feel like, you know. I mean, have you seen them? I feel like Mercy Mercy and Vargas are in the middle of a conversation where Margis Margus. Where Mercy <laughs> Margus. Where Mercy is telling Vargas, Why did you leave a weird note in my bag? If you're together all the time, you could have just told me. Mercy, Mercy my perfect angel, my perfect I love you so much. I'm going through some things. I'm thinking maybe I should get bangs. I'm not sure. But, um, I found Vasily. Uh, oh, Vasily! You should not get bangs. Vasily! Fair. That's fair. <laughs> He'll, like, look at, like, his reflection in, like, a goblet or something and, like, trying to make bangs. <laughs> like, hold the bear And then you're, like, immediately like, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> it's like, well, maybe if they were curtain bangs. Sir. Where have you been? Oh, I've been so worried. So, uh, well, I was busy making this for Vargas, and she pulls the gun out of her pocket and yet again holds it as if it is an ice cream cone. Oh, that's so cute! And like, yeah, she hands it to Vargas, like holding the barrel, pointing the barrel at herself, just like completely, completely it's wrong. Such a nice She's like, scene. Vargas will heave a long, suffering sigh and be like. Vasily, you idiot. That's not how you hold it. And then he will also hold it the incorrect way. Like, he'll, like, grab it by, like, the uh, the trigger guard or something and just, like... <laughs> it's like this, idiot. How are you supposed to shoot it like that? Um, you use the other hand and you push it. I don't think that's right, but you need to figure it out. This... It feels fine, just like this. <laughs> Can you roll me a d20 real quick? Oh uh, please let this be Vargas shooting himself. Please. <laughs> I did get a 19. Do I need to, like, am I, what am I rolling for here? Everybody else. Roll a dexterity oh, saving God. throw. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm also rolling my Put fancy the dice. So we go die. Natural 20. <laughs> oh my nice. gosh. A 17. I probably add stuff to it, though. 17. I got a 6. 
<laughs> An unnatural 20. Fargus, please add a laser pistol to your inventory and then roll damage because you just shot Blossily. <laughs> well, let me add a pistol. I want to react to this if I'm allowed to have a reaction. It's a 3d6, Vasily. I'm so sorry. <laughs> a four, two, a two. So, so eight. eight. Yeah. Go ahead and react, Vasily. I want to, like, punch him in the face. <laughs> you still get shot. <laughs> I know, but you, like, shoot me in the foot or something, and I just, like, I just want to reactionarily punch you in the face. I'll allow it. <laughs> I did make Fargus shoot you, so... Do I need to roll anything to oppose? No, it's against your AC. Okay. Okay, well, I got 14 to hit. Rip. (laughs) Do a 1d6 for unarmed attack. She hits so hard. Oh, it's okay. I just got a 1. I feel like it's like, bang! Ah! Uh, And then Vasily punches Vargas and Mercy's like, ah! (laughs) And then with her... She, like, hasn't even said anything to Neferat yet. (laughs) Who this is happening in front of. Um, and with her gauntleted uh, hand, she reaches out for the gun um, and just tries to tear it, oh, this dangerous thing, away from the children. <laughs> it's the epitome of, like, what do you have? A gun! <laughs> yeah. Um, Nefret had barely blinked during this. Like, they are incredibly just, like, they just finished... With the one hand gathering up the cards, and they're like hitting it against the the um, table to uh, to sort it, and yeah, they're they're just watching. <laughs> I just, how did I know that Marcus was gonna immediately shoot someone? <laughs> I want to believe that like the the one isn't necessarily like a punch, but like a smack upside the head, like, like you know. <laughs> Like, just a slap, a backhand. Oh, backhanded slap. A mom back. Can Mercy please grab this gun with her super strong gauntlet? I'll say- And then make an intelligence check as to how you hold it? Uh, yeah, let's use- You saw- you saw Constantina use it. I think you saw Jericho use it, if you weren't already scrambling back inside. So go ahead and roll intelligence, yeah. Uh, intelligence arcana. Uh, okay, I get to add stuff. So it was going to be a 13, but it's 16. Yeah, you, I mean, it's, how hard can this I mean, be? they're kind of shaped for how you hold them. No offense, yeah, there's, there's actually, like, are they, though? Are there they, are though? There are little, like, divots that, um, There's, like, little hand grippies. Yeah, there's, like, a little hand grippy, um, and there's, a, a like, a, a weird little infernal phrase at the bottom that says, your hand goes here. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> Nofra put that there just for Vasily. Yeah, there's like, there's a sticker on the side with instructions. That you like peel off before your yeah, first use. Yeah, it's cute. It's really cool. Um, she like looks at it, reads that, and she goes, "You hold it like Zeus, and it's dangerous, Fargis. You know, like when you're a baby and you're struck by lightning, and then you have lightning powers, and then like doorknobs and spoons zap you, and you have to be careful about the power you have. It's like sad, Fargis." This seems oddly specific to you, but I get it. And see, Vaseline, that's how you hold it, you buffoon. I knew the whole time. I was just testing you to see if you knew. Where are you keeping the gun? Oh, I, um, he went to toss his uh, teacup holster and I grabbed that for him. So I have that. 
Um, he tried to throw it in the trash in the lab, and I took it back out of the trash. Very cool. So you have the Tamagotchi t- keychain for yes. the gun. Yes. There must be some store in Mudar that has, like, Tamagotchis that Vargas can get one that looks like Claudia. <laughs> you can always be with me, my friend. The saddest thing I've ever heard. I want to figure out real quick, what are we doing? What is the plan? Oh, yeah, good point. Well, ah, uh, okay, uh, back to business. I, we need to find Constantina and- That's what you're ne- doing. Uh, well, this- this person here, I'm so, I don't oh. think I even asked your name, um, but they they might be able to help, hopefully. Are you a friend of Constantina? Isn't she nice? Everybody's her friend. I'm sure it'd be interesting to get to know her a little more when she's uh, a little more herself. What do you mean? Did Constantina transform? I mean, does that make sense? Now, this also sings Visa. <laughs> that makes sense. Do you know where she is? I have a pretty good idea. Um, if you would like, I assume all of you are new around here. I can guide you where I think she is. Yes, please. I'm very worried about her. Is there ever a murder? There's no ritual circle or anything. And I feel like Constantina has known me for a while. and She knows that's important to me. So maybe she didn't do it. Um, or she's not feeling well. We should go find her very, very soon. Hmm. Well, from what I saw, she wasn't uh, quite in control. That is not just the dog thing, but, um, how to say, seems like some people were taking her somewhere. She was kidnapped? Oh no! Mercy starts to fret. <laughs> yeah, we need to. Can we go? Can you take us there now so we can get her? Also, how do you know where she is? Well, I was uh, walking by around here, and uh, well, I um, didn't wasn't in a position to stop or say anything, so I came over here where I saw that she was t- being taken out of. And hoped that I'd run into her friends, which it appears that I have. Well, let's go, San. And, uh, yeah, never, we'll, we'll, we'll stand up, uh, and slip the, uh, the pack of cards into a little, like, um, satin, uh, pouch. Um, the name's Neferet, by the way. And all of you are... It's nice to meet you. I'm Mercy. Mercy Albrecht. Uh, it will, will shake, uh, sh- Mercy's hand. I shake and then immediately prestigitate my hand. Um, Vasily kind of put, puts her hands in her pocket so she doesn't have to shake hands and just says, my name is Vasily. My name is Vagus. And I will, like, extend my hand. I am still kind of scared of the gun. <laughs> yeah, Nefer- it will, will meet the, the handshake. Um, not too firm, not too... Right, so... Uh, Vargas does not have a firm handshake, but yeah. we all know this. <laughs> <laughs> right, I hope that all of you don't mind walking. It's about 30 minutes. Can we get there any faster? If you run. Can you get there any faster, Vosily? I don't know, can I? Yeah, can I do that without soul coins? Oh. If only somebody in your group had soul coins. 
I'm going to look around the group. <laughs> <laughs> it's me, you dig. Well, um, <laughs> I have one, two left. Um, I have four left. Okay. Well, I guess, gosh. I'll take one out and be like, I feel like if you feed this seal with son, he will turn into the weird monster and take us faster. Oh, yes. Yes. Um, okay. Um, actually, I'll just give her the remaining four. i like, you know what? Just, I'm not going to feed him. He, I've already lost one finger this season, and I'm, I'm good. Oh, okay. Um. What happened to your finger? <laughs> Did we never address that? My no, we though? can't address it or it it's like oh. doesn't work. Okay, I retract my statement. We retract and be like, you know what, I just I his teeth are weird. why does he have teeth and he has a beak? Anyway, you know after this I'm gonna we're gonna go to a figure drawing class. Like we're gonna figure out how anatomy works because you are just garbage at it, but take these, put it into his weird beak tooth mouth. Uh, I'd say thank you, but I don't trust you. At all. I wouldn't. And, uh, I wouldn't trust your weird son either. You know, just saying. I'm very worried about Constantina. Quick, transform your son into a giant monster and feed it a soul. Okay, well, yeah, listen to her for once. Jeez. We're trying Honestly. to. Have, we're trying. Okay. Well, see if I ever not thank you ever again. And she throws the figurine on the ground so Nicodemus will emerge. And what do you say, Vasily? Yeehaw. <laughs> <laughs> I need to kill y'all's characters tonight. I can't do this anymore. <laughs> yes, he emerges in a flurry of feathers, and upon feeding him a soul coin, he clacks his beak several times, splits his skin, and emerges six limbs and large enough for the four of you to ride. Oh, God. We're going to need like a whole university course on anatomy this is horrific <laughs> what were you thinking have you ever seen an animal what i don't i have no explanation for what he's going through right now it's just puberty i'm assuming he'll even out when he grows all the way even out well isn't that what happened to you i did Mother. have a chubby face <laughs> i will say that uh, i'm doing this while i'm climbing onto this horrible about yeah as the four of you get onto Nicodemus's back. He turns his head all the way around, upside down, to glare at Vasily. Says, "Mother, inside." Oh, should I have done this outside? He's much too big to get through the door, <laughs> but he swiftly solves this problem by beginning to use his six limbs to spider climb up the walls of the atrium, and headbutts the glass once it falls in this cascade of stained glass he climbs up and out and into mudar oh, I, oh, I i'm going to like yeah i'm going to look back at whoever's directly behind me and be like hope oh, you don't have to pay for that <laughs> man i'm sure glad we hung out with madam magda <laughs> Are you enjoying your time in the mist, you sorry soul? Follow the conspiracy at Mist Tales D&D on Twitter or visit TalesFromTheMists.com where you'll find our blog, a link to our Discord community, and other horrors. But wait, there's more terror. Add atmosphere to your Tales From The Mist time with a cup full of Lantern in the Mist's tea. 
blended by Friday afternoon tea. This green tea speaks of rolling mists with bright mineral essence. Green tea, flowers, and cool ginkgo come together to ease the mind while sparkling the spirit. Find Lantern in the Mist tea at bit.ly slash lantern tea. Sorrow and Constantina. Sorrow takes you almost no time to get to the arena, and wouldn't you know it, your favorite show is on. You can see Constantina at the very base of this arena, surrounded by dead bodies, flanked by two werewolves, facing down three locked boxes. And these boxes rattle and shake and shiver, and finally the chains snap, pop open. The lids creak and crack, and this amorphous mist begins to curl out toward a few corpses. Constantina, will you do me a super big favor and roll me initiative? Yeah. Thank you, you precious angel baby. Oh, it's a one. (laughs) (laughs) Off to a great start. (laughs) It's gonna be totally fine. Cool, 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 cool. cool. So, the highest roll was the Dibux with a 17. And you see these corpses begin to convulse violently against the ground. These stomachs burst open, tendrils and tentacles up and out like spiders' legs, and just lift them out of the sand. One of them contorts itself turns its upper body around two or three times, opens its jaw wide, flicks its tongue a few times, and just belches a small gout of blood against the sand. There's a stink here, this rotted flesh, and you see the maggots clear as day crawling across their skin as they make their advance towards you. This arena for your purposes, is about 60 feet across. They are midway. You three were about 10 feet away from the wall. So you are, if they are 30 feet and in the center, you are about 20 feet away from them. And they shamble towards you. Their bodies. It's a very interesting shamble, isn't it? Because it begins with this staggering walk where you can hear their shins breaking, the brittleness of being dead. And suddenly, as though picked up by their shoulders, they slide forward, the tips of their toes dragging along the sand. And they reach out with a meaty arm. Whack at you with these tentacles. All three of them go for all three of you. So I will roll for it. One of them to hit you. And then I'll roll for the werewolves. It's a 17 plus whew, 6 to hit. That hits. Yep. 23. 
going to be 13 necrotic damage. Okay. And as it wraps into your arm, it into your arm, you can feel the flow of your life's energy eking into it. Your maximum hit point is reduced by three. Ooh, that was bad. The werewolves manage to swat away their tendrils. The three dipics are going to popcorn to you. These werewolves will act on your turn. You are free to command them as the leader of the pack. Cool. Um, I will... Can I command them to for all of us to act at the same... So we all act at the same time then? Okay. Yes. And remember, you do have pack tactics. Cool. Okay. I don't see that on my stat block, so I'm going to pull up the... where or, Are they wolves? Werewolves? Okay. Yes, they are. Can I just use their stat block so I can see that? Yeah, just use theirs. On mine, uh, let's see. On my turn, I will use the bite. Oh, I'm going to do a multi attack. So I get two attacks one with my bite and one with a longsword, but I think I'm just going to use my sickle like I have in the past as my like edged weapon for this. Um, so flavor-wise, the mechanics are the same, but I'm just going to use it for the purposes of this. Yeah, go um, ahead. Okay. Going to make my first attack. Um, that is a oh, 17 plus 4, 21 to hit the one that's attacking me. Good lord. Yeah, cool. go ahead. Um, I'm going to have the other two wolves also use their bite action as well. Would you like me to roll for them? Okay. Yeah. So they are, let me use two. How oh, much damage sorry. did you do the one that you Probably hit? actually no, roll for no damage, problem. right? Um, that is, that is five points of piercing damage uh-huh. on my bite. So that is the first attack on my turn. I'll close out my turn and then I'll roll for them just to make it easier. And then on my second, oh, that's pretty good too. Um... Let's see, 17 for my second attack. Okay. Okay, yep. And that is with, that is 10 points of slashing damage. On the same one. You slash into it with your sickle and this tendril that had gripped you falls to the ground and begins to shrivel up. Okay. Um, So my sickle seemed to work to the bite, like... When I bit it, did it seem to take all of the damage that I... It seemed like when you bit it, you got the sense that it wasn't doing as much. It wasn't doing as well as it could have. Can I use that knowledge to affect the the actions of my two wolf companions? Or if I was going... Speech is okay, a free action. Know. Oh, I guess we can all understand common. Okay. I'm going to say, uh, use your weapons and your claws to them. Yeah, the two of them have uh, scimitars at their waists, or long swords at their waists. Um, I'm going to roll for them now. I'm rolling two separate okay, dice, but I'm just going to say what they get on the same turn just to make it faster. That's easier for you. Okay. Yeah, totally um, One got a, let's see, that's a 17 and a 14 for attack rolls. Yes, both of those hit. And then I'm going... 
Are they attacking the one no. that you attack? I'm having them attack attacking? the ones that are attacking them. So 14 on one and then 17 on the other. And then I'm going to roll for damage. And this is their first of their multi-attack. Okay. And this is with their, I'll say this is their um, scimitar. Mm -hmm. Eight points for one. And then we'll say that's the one on the left. And then six points of slashing damage to the one on the right. Piercing, or yeah, slashing damage. Sorry. Lots going on right now. <laughs> okay. And as they're swords bite into these dibics. Not really working. It probably could have hurt them, but it doesn't seem to hurt them as much as mine. Okay. Your sickle. Probably because I think I know why. Okay. They're going to do their second attack using their claws. Um that is a we'll say a 16 for the one on the left and a 15 for the one yep. on the both hit. And then that is a Four points for the one on the left, and five points uh, for the one on the right, both slashing. Non-magical? Correct. Again, just doesn't seem to do what it should. Sorrow, what do you do? Which side looks like it's winning the fight? Well, Constantina did take some damage, some hard damage. And yet the pack seems to be carrying their own. They do, they don't seem to be equipped, though. Okay. Do I know, just how, for, for what, what do I know about how, like, the arena works? Like, in terms of, like, show scheduling and, and what, when, what happens to the fighters afterwards? Roll me a history. I don't, but I roll bad, TK. <laughs> I count on that. Yeah, I rolled a two plus a two is a four. Even if people lose, they set them up with really nice houses. And yeah. uh, they're essentially it's royalty fine. in this place. It's great. Honestly, it doesn't matter how this ends. It It's really win-win at this point. It's all exhibition. They're not even hurt. Yeah, it's fine. So I do not. I just keep watching. I'm sorry. All right. The Dibbicks are going to look at one another. What's their intelligence? They're going to look at one another and they're going to look at you, singling you out as the pack leader. So 13 plus 6, 6 plus 6, and an 8 plus 6. So that is a, a 9, a 12, and a 14. Two of those hit. My AC is a, a 12 right now. Okay. All right. And they're... Each of them are going to send these, these meaty tendrils at you again, arcing from their stomachs. Come at me. Oh, no. Okay. Oh, this was a mistake. Yes. Hope you all are betting on me. Bet coin. 12 plus 9 plus 7. That's 21 plus 7 is 28 damage. Uh, ouchies. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, okay. <laughs> you will take 9 off of your maximum hit point. Oh, oh, okay, maybe don't bet on me right now. Maybe I've given you some bad advice. <laughs> All right. I'm, I'm hurting. So I was feeling a little surge of power trying to help out my two wolfy friends. Feeling okay, like we could do this. And then this attack um, put me back to reality. <laughs> so I'm, I'm struggling. It's your turn, Constantina. I'm going to channel this into some 
angry rage. <laughs> I know I don't get that as a word jackal, but it's more of an attitude <laughs> than a, a mechanical benefit. All right. Uh, I don't. You do still have your dark shadow. I will. Okay. I will do that on my turn. I'm just trying to give my companion something useful, but I think all they really, all I can really do during this is to just have them continue to attack the way that they were. Um, but I will attack first. Um, I'll continue to go for the one that is like on me the most. And I would like to use my dark shadow. Okay. Um, so I'm going to use my... Spend your inspiration. Yep. Okay. So this means... So I get to attack twice on my turn. What is your dark shadow? You haven't ever used it on the show before? I have not. So I I had one. Now I have a different one. <laughs> so my new one now is called Threads of Fate that allow me to spend inspiration to twist time and attack twice on my turn for the duration of the fight. So I'm leveraging my Oracle of Fate benefits <laughs> um, to do this. So since I can already multi-attack, does that mean I get to go four times? You get you get an extra action, okay. but mm, I think you only get one attack action. Okay, that's fine. I would like to... Never mind. So you get you can attack three times, I believe. Okay. I will do that. I was going to see if I could... I don't have any items or anything that to give to my companions right now, so... I will just continue to attack the way that I was. So I'm going to try and first go for the one that I attacked last time. That is a, oh, I don't know if that's very good. A 12. A 12 will not make it. You just, you swing wide. Okay. I'm going to attack again with my, I'm going to use my sword for this next one if I'm able to. Mm-hmm. Um, 14. All right, 14 makes it. Okay. Or I'm using my sickle, excuse me. Sorry, I'm reading things and also trying to speak, and my brain does not do very well trying to multitask. Okay, and that is a... Well, that's decent. Eight points of slashing damage with my sickle. Nice. And then my last attack will be with my bite, because that's all I can really do. And that is a... <laughs> don't think that hits a six. <laughs> now that is a new action turn, so you can use your sickle again if you want. Oh, yes, I will do that. But I don't think I hit because yeah. I... Unless I... I just rolled, so probably not fair to re-roll. It's up to you. Um, it's, I'll I'll stick with my roll. I don't want to... Okay. I want to cheat, but I will keep that in mind for next time. So um, I <laughs> realize that I can use my sickle again, but I swing and I do not hit. Okay. Um, what does it look like when you use your shadow? That's a good question. I like to think, um, just by nature of the name Threads of Fate, I like to think that there's like this hand motion that I do to kind of like almost tug time around, like to almost like pull it like I would be weaving something. Um, so I do this like quick motion with my hands that has this, I don't know if other people would be perceptive to the effect on time. Um, but for me, it feels like I've almost bought myself like an extra few seconds. But it's not it's not very visible. Perhaps if you see like a little bit of a shadow come out of my hand movement, but it's very brief. It's when you swing your sickle and you score that chest of that one divic wide open and those rib cage just glisten in the red sky and that black. That is when the chat the crowd just goes wild. 
Mercy Vosily Vargas Neferet, you can hear it as you approach the Court of Blood outside of the main entrance on the back of Nicodemus. It's an arena. Oh no, Constantina. It is, uh, you're correct. Uh, arena for, uh, monstrous beings? She's just different. Your friend would count as one to most people, unfortunately. We should go help her. Uh, I'm like awkwardly trying to shimmy off of Nicodemus. Vasily um, wants to have Nicodemus help everyone else off, except for her. Yeah, uh, Nicodemus will sort of melt into sort of a puddle-like consistency Ew. to help everybody off. Yeah, and I don't, I don't want him to go away yet. I want him. He won't. Okay. Um, and I want him to take me into the pit. I want to look as like he's melting and look at. Does he have bones? <laughs> you can't just look ask someone if they have bones, Vargas. Yeah, you ask Nicodemus to take you into the arena, and Nicodemus latches onto the side of this enormous coliseum and begins to scramble up it like a salamander. Gross. Mercy's running in like a person. That's so cute. Okay. <laughs> Vargas and Neferet. I will look at <clears throat> Neferet, and then I will do like my own, like, do you see what I have to deal with all the time? All the time. Like this, all the time. Can you believe I've survived this long? I don't. And this is as I'm, like, walking away. I'm like, can you believe this? I Yeah, no for it, no for it keeping pace. Uh, no no problem. Yeah. And it's just like, well, I'd be careful. I understand that you want to save your friend, but this is citywide entertainment. Oh, like, um, like, still running. Is this the kind of thing that, like, a man could bet on? You know, I'm just wondering. Correct. It's where most people find their entertainment around here. The group of you can hear, Pack! 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 Constantina! Constantina! Mercy's, like, running into the crowd, like, looking. Do I hear that? Constantina, it'd be very hard for you to hear it down in the arena. Sorrow, you can make me a perception check. I'm rolling a different dice this time, let's see. Oh, okay! That's a 19! Yeah, you can hear it. Okay, I follow that. Okay. It is the Dibbick's turn. Pe- anybody who wishes to join the arena will be able to join it on Constantina's turn. Do I? Do the wolves get to go? Oh, yeah. I don't want to complicate things. Um, I will very quickly let them act, though, just real quick. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. I'm sorry that I jumped You're totally you. fine. Um, well, I don't know how well they did. For the first round, uh, seven attack on the left, 13 attack on the right. Okay, well, they're gonna do attempt one more attack for their multi attack. That might is a little might be a little better. Um, uh, ten on the right, don't think that hits, uh-uh. and then a nineteen on the. Sorry, I said that wrong. That was on the left. Nineteen on the right. Okay, uh, the right hits. Um, they are using their <sighs> scimitar, mm-hmm. and it's going to be. Plus two, uh, nine points of slashing damage, non-magical. Now do your do your worst. <laughs> All right. So uh, as Vasily crests the top of this coliseum, as Mercy 
runs and Sorrow hears her and runs to her as Neferet and Vargas calmly stroll into the arena. The Dibbics begin to divide and conquer. Let me roll some intelligence checks for them real quick to make them to decide if they keep targeting you. Ha! That's a nat one! <laughs> okay, that's okay. And a one targets you. The other ones target the wolves. First Dibbic. Coming at you with a 19 plus 6. That absolutely hits. <laughs> so that's a 9 plus 4. That is a um, 13 necrotic damage. Um, I am down. No! And it's going to take 3 of your maximum away. Okay. Constantina hits hard. The other two hit both werewolves, latching onto them with their tendrils grappling and entangling them and the crowd goes wild everyone can see this from the stands do i have my gun still do you have your <laughs> gun still i don't remember i think you were instructed on how to properly hold it and now you have it mercy did give it back to you yeah. <laughs> i would like to i'd like to draw my gun and look at mercy and be like do like that yes and like your fingers on the grippy part okay yes oh my gosh uh, and then i would like to try and shoot this is what a gun looks like when you shoot it. In a surprise round? Yes. All right. Go for it. Pew pew your gun. Oh, that's not bad. That's an 18. An 18? Yeah, an 18 hits. Um, and then that's 3d6, so... 14. Altogether. Yeah. Okay. okay. Is this a magical attack? Um, I... What kind of damage? It would have... Uh, let me see what kind of damage... Are we using it to channel Eldritch Blast still? Yeah, so it should be like necrotic or uh, uh, so force damage. It's force damage. Okay. And would I? Would I? Okay. Question. Would I roll? Like, would the attack roll be the three d six or the one d ten? Three d six is better. Actually, I didn't ask that question. <laughs> okay. So full disclosure, I'm saying that it channels your Eldritch Blast so that you don't have to buy ammo. Hey, cool. But that is the extent of it. I was going to give him that unlimited ammo ability that I have. Oh, nice. Cause we'll, we'll, get the, we'll get there. I can we'll fire, use it. We'll fire the, the Eldritch Blast through it at this point with the 13. Because I already rolled the dice and they'll get mad if I re-roll a different dice. They'll get jealous. They're jealous. So are um, you shooting the gun or shooting the Eldritch Blast? Can I shoot the Eldritch Blast through the gun? If you shoot the Eldritch Blast through the gun, you're still going to use Eldritch Blast stats. But it'll look cool. It will look very cool. You can either do necrotic or force damage. What are I'll you doing? Do force, force damage. Uh, let me find my d10 here. I'll roll the d10. Okay. Nine. Should have gone with that uh, pew pew damage. Hey, TK, guess what? Um, <laughs> I'm making these mistakes. Thanks. You don't want the smoke? Okay. <laughs> Nine, so it takes. And you see the the Dybbuk standing over Constantina sort of arc its back and its ribcage opens. The bones wiggle like a spider's legs and then it closes back up and its head swivels completely around on the neck and eyes you. I've never shot a gun before, so I'm assuming this is a very surprising thing for me. Oh, baby's first gun. <laughs> Up to you. Yeah. It might be completely normal. Maybe this is what happens every time you shoot again. I don't know. That was a surprise round. Anybody else want to take a take a shot? Yeah. Shoot your shot? I want to. Um. Okay. 
whoever whoever goes first. I I assume I'm further since I'm riding Nicodemus. You are further. Mercy is closer. Mercy, Mercy go first. is racing forward. Um, and you see that she's actually in the middle of casting a spell when Constantina gets hit and falls. Um, and she kind of changes her hand motions um, and her gauntlet, like the metal pieces start to strain against each other. Um, and the spell that started shooting towards Constantina splits and shoots towards her two werewolf companions in her pack. And I'm going to cast Twin Polymorph. Um, okay. on the werewolves. Um, and Mercy's just thinking to herself, like, makes them, uh, strong, makes them terrifying. Um, and she closes her eyes and they transform into two T Rexes. <laughs> cool. Um, but I'd like for them to still be covered in, like, wolfy fur. Could the, can they just be, like, really huge werewolves? I will. I will allow them to transform into twenty foot tall. Yes. Werewolves. I was hoping that maybe you could just have them be T Rexes wearing werewolf kangaroos. <laughs> oh, oh my god! god. No, just I think like that's little. Yeah, they're they're not. like what it. What it is is they're like twenty foot tall Yoshi's wearing the, <laughs> wearing the wolf like outfit and like. The and Mercy's like yes, terrifying. <laughs> Tanuki Yoshi's. Um, so yeah, <laughs> um, I use, uh, spell points, uh, for that, okay. um, and buff nice. the two werewolves, uh, who are hopefully awesome. protecting Constantina. Um, if, if somebody wants to go ahead and pull up T-Rex stats and- I'll just post it in our chat for- Poifect. Vasily. Yes. So I'm confused. Am I closer now then since I was on Nico? You are at the top of the arena, but that still puts you at essentially the entrance, whereas Mercy ran straight inside. But the entrance would not have accommodated Nicodemus. Okay, gotcha. Um, I want to take him. I, I want to like get to Constantina as fast as I can. Okay, so you're gonna dash him down into the arena. Yeah, that was my intention. Yeah. Okay. Um, Anyone else? As Mercy, as you're casting a spell, I you see this very tiny. Like, very tiny half-elf, like, four foot eleven, um, a little bit dressed in dark dark uh, scarves, and she just sort of runs and, like, cannonballs into your shadow, disappears <gasps> into it, and then pops up uh, next to, like, in front of Constantina from the shadow uh, that she's casting on the ground, and I'm using my shadow step. Okay. Um, and, yeah. 100%. And then, uh, for the surprise round, is it just a t uh, just an action, or is it a full... Just the one. Okay, then I'm then I'm there. Yeah, then you are there. You're standing in the shadow of an enormous furry T-Rex. That was not there when I disappeared into the ground. It was not, but it's a good <laughs> thing it's there now because there would not have been a shadow there. <laughs> I figured Constantina was lying on the ground. There was some shadow. <laughs> ah, you wanna you wanna pop up underneath Constantina's unconscious body? It's like overhead lighting only. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's roll some initiative. The Dibbics are stuck at 17, so let me know if you get one higher than that. Oh, I just- Natural 20. Me what? too, I got a nat 20. Okay, I got a 19. I only got a 7, so- So mine, mine's only would be a 21, though, but I got a nat 20. 22. Sorrow's first. Cool. Uh, uh, 
wasn't expecting that. I'm not used to being this fast. <laughs> I'm a, a punch. It's one of the... I, I'm assuming I appeared near one of the Dibbics. You are. Okay. You. I'm going to say that you popped out of the T-Rex on the right, so you are next to the Dibbic on Constantinus' right. Okay. I'm going to just... As soon as I pop out of the shadow, just one, two, just jab cross it. Or try nice. and... Yeah, yeah. Your uh, fists are magical weapons yes. right now. Yes. Ooh. Because of key-empowered strikes. Well, that's a... Well, that's a, a an 11 and then a natural one. So it was cool while it lasted. <laughs> oh, wait, I get advantage on those. because Oh, I yeah, to, yeah, yeah, you do. Okay, so that was... Well, that, that the first one would miss, but then I'll roll my second one. Yeah, go ahead. Put the natural one away. Goodbye. There we go. That's more like it. That's a 22. Perfect. Nice. You do hit on that second one. The first one, you hear the Dybbuk's neck break audibly to dodge you. Okay. Uh, Tell me about then, that second one. Uh, the second after I the the neck breaks, I just duck under and I uppercut it because when when the neck joint is just jointed, I just slam my fist upward. Give me that. Then. Give me that JoJo nonsense. <gasps> yes. Well, and that's six points of magical bludgeoning damage. Nice. And then how close is the other, how close is it? Is These are all one? within 10 feet of each other. Okay. I have a bunch of stuff I can do. I can, I'm going to use my bonus action uh, and telekinetically push another one away. Or push it in path of, in the path of one of the uh, T-Rexes. It's fucking awesome. Okay. So the Dibbuk needs to make a DC 13 strength saving throw. <laughs> it gets a negative two to strength, so it got a 12. So then it gets pushed, like, there's just, like, this lash of shadow and this one dibbuk just gets l- lurched over five feet to oh the side. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it flings it like a like a rag doll. Was that the one menacing Constantino or the one menacing... The one menacing Constantina. Constantina. Does it take any force damage? Uh, no, it just... It, well, it's... No, it just gets pushed away. I just needed to get away yeah. from the body. Yeah, you see, you see it leaning over Constantina's body, and it suddenly just forbidy, forbidy, forbidy across the sand. Copyright distinct force. Yes. <laughs> All right, who would you like to popcorn to next, Sorrow? You get to choose the next person. Okay. Uh, Nefra, you haven't done anything yet, so let's go to you, Kana. Okay. I technically rolled initiative, but Neferit is not going towards um, the battle right now. What does Neferit know about the uh, administrative side of the Court of Blood? A.K. is there a manager they can talk to? (laughs) Roll. (laughs) I love it. Of all the questions I thought would I would be asked today, um, (laughs) roll me a history check. Okay. Please get really high on this. That's a 19. (laughs) A 19. Yes, there's a games master. Yeah. Nefra is going straight for that person. Okay, so you're going up to the the game master's boss at the top of the arena. It's probably about mm, 70 or 80 feet away. Okay. Uh, Yeah, so I'm going to dash my way up there. (laughs) Nice. Who would you like to popcorn to now? Who do we have left? The Dibbics have already gone this round. Constantina is unconscious. The T-Rexes have not gone, so we have Mercy, Vasily, and Vargas left. Okay, I'm gonna pop going over to Mercy. Hi. 
So Mercy had been running towards the arena, so she's continuing in that direction. She's like, what the heck is this tiny elf person? But okay, cool, they're fighting the things. <laughs> um, and she leaps and wants to land next to Constantina, but like on the side that's closer to the Dibixes. Okay. Um, and then she's going to... Vasily's coming from the ceiling of the arena, is that accurate? It's not a ceiling, it's like the Colosseum, it's all open, so she will come up. But she's like on top of Nicodemus, right? I'm going to yes. start grabbing Constantina's unconscious body, and I'm going to look up and like try to make eye contact with Vasily, and then there's a huge thunderous booming sound as I thunderstep um, on top of one of the T-Rexes. Okay, on top of the T-Rex. Yeah, the T-Rexes are only 20 feet tall, and you've got like 100 feet to your thunderstep, right? Yeah. Is anyone going to take damage? Uh, the Dibixes, um, I, yeah, will. Um, so they need to roll constitution saving throws, uh, DC 15. And what kind of damage is this? Thunder. Uh, how, how far is the range on that? I might be caught in that too. Uh, 10 feet. Yes, you will be caught in that ring, Sara. Okay, sorry about um, that, Sara. No worries, I'm good. Uh, what's the save? Uh, DC 15 con. Just two. Okay. So one of them does fail, and you see the body sort of lurch with power. Would you like to decide which Dybbuk is the one that takes damage? I don't know if Mercy, no, like, can I tell if one's more You can damaged? tell that one's, like, essentially being held together by- I want that one to fail at save, and I rolled okay. pretty high. All right. Uh, tell okay, so I failed too. <laughs> oh no, sorry. <laughs> it's 26 thunder damage. Oh yeah. Um, or half on a success. It's so fine. 13. So. Um, and then uh, I land on top of one of the T-Rex's heads, and I'm like trying to make sure Constantina's body is like safely balanced. And I'm also kind of like holding her in place. But I wanted Vasily to know where I moved Constantina. So that's why I made eye contact. That yeah. one failed. The one that had knocked Constantina down, been flung across the arena like a rag doll. It's body. Tell me what happens. Um, The <laughs> thunder kind of ripples through its like weird liquidy flesh. Um, and it's um, kind of ripples through and then like, tears all of that apart until there's just like bones and whatever it has inside. Yeah, and you can see that there's some manner of polyp that just oozes out of its mouth, tendrils flailing every which way. The other two dibics, though they do take damage from this, seem to just absorb it, soak it up like meaty sponges. What? Weird. Yeah. They are resistant to thunder damage. Alright. That was my turn. Oh, All I right. popcorn. I'm gonna popcorn over to Vasily. Um, I would like to if I'm able, um, riding my giant yeah, disgusting sun. <laughs> to the edge of the arena, you can enter the arena and the battle if you would like. I wonder, is there any way to try and safely grab Constantina from a Above, off the T-Rex's head and just get her onto Nicodemus with me. How would you manage this? Um, since he seems to be able to like stick to walls um, and he has like extendable limbs as we've seen previously, I didn't know if it was some kind of like spider climb he could be doing and kind of mm -hmm. like yeah, he's been reach doing out climb. and try and grab her from above the like 
Because I don't know where the T. I guess like spatially, I'm trying to figure out where everything is. So this is like this. This is like a stadium, mm-hmm. essentially. the The ceiling is open to the sky, mm-hmm. and you are on the corner of. If you are if you are on the edge of the stands, then they're about twenty feet in from you. Now Nicodemus can stretch his limbs, but he can't stretch them like twenty feet. He can stretch them about five to six feet. Is he able to? leap towards them or I my end goal is to just get her. So whatever I need to do to get closer to doing that. Okay. You can you can roll for Nicodemus to leap with an athletics and I will set the DC in my head. Okay. And then you want Nicodemus to like stretch out his arms, snatch Constantina, and what is the end game here? Just to get to the get to the ground and get far away. So like just maybe take that momentum and keep, you know, fly through the air a little bit and land on the ground and just be farther away from everything. Um, if if Nicodemus leaps, that will be Nicodemus's move action. Yeah. Okay. That's fine. So, in athletics? Mm-hmm. Okay, I got a 16. Nicodemus can leap. That, that should be enough to leap 20 feet for Nicodemus because Nicodemus is a huge creature. Um, or mechanically huge. Give me... Give me sleight of hand, I guess, to grab just Constantina. Okay. Is Mercy holding Constantina? Well, Mercy, like, she's was uh, securing Constantina so she doesn't fall off the head, but she did make eye contact with yeah. Vasily. Like, they were, we were like, that, communicating. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, basically Mercy's, like, Vasily's, I think, the only person who can help Constantina if she's unconscious. Um, so I'm, I'm assisting. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah. Roll roll sleight of hand with advantage. Okay, I got... The first roll was an 11, but the second roll was an 18. Okay. You grab Constantina, roll me an acrobatics for Nicodemus to fall and land in a way that does not crush you or Constantina. Dip, 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 dip. I got a 7 on that one. Okay. 2d6. And I don't know... If my sleight of hand was so good, am I able to be the one that's mostly crushed? What do you mean, your sleight of hand? Oh, that was his sleight of hand. <laughs> yes, it was. Um, you're going to take 10 bludgeoning damage as you fall 20 feet. Constantina, will you roll me two d6s? If I have to. Yes, I will. You unfortunately do. Um, Two and a three. Five bludgeoning damage. Does that mean I fail a death save? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Vasily, who would you like to popcorn to? Vargas. Vargas? Here we go. Um, let's see. I have a little bag of sand. Um, yeah? Yeah, I do. I have a little bag of sand. You're gonna... Pocket sand. Sh- 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 you gonna uh, right. pocket sand the Dibbucks? Yes. No, I won't do that. Um, for this gun, do I need to reload it in any way? Like, what? No, the the point of it was using the Eldritch Blast as your ammo, but if you have ammo in it, like what you and Kayla just um, talked about, then yes, you do have to reload it. Okay, uh, let's see. Let's, let's set the scene. So, we got two... T-Rex is wearing um, puppy kigurumis. 
Constantine might be dead, unsure. Uh, Vasily is owie. Mercy is less owie. Um, Small Bean, named Sorrow, not owie, I think, jumping through shadows. Um, and there are three Divics? Two Divics? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Two of them, okay. Um, oh, its reload score is four, so it has to be fired four times before you have to reload. Okay. So you shot Vasily, you shot this thing, so you have two more before you have to reload. Okay, cool. Sorry, Vasily, for shooting you that one time. <laughs> um... Is there a way? Let's see. I want to see if I can cast Mind Sliver on one of the Divics, the one that I shot. Um, I will cast Mind Mind Sliver. Um, I think they have to make. I don't know. I have. They have to make. Uh, I believe it's intelligence save. Yeah, intelligence save. What is the what is the outcome of Mind Sliver? Is that psychic damage? Yes. Huh. Yes. So psychic damage. <laughs> okay. I'm surprised it's not immune to psychic damage. And they have to beat a fifteen. I would like to cast it at fifth level. Alright, there are two of them. Which ones are you targeting? Can you target two? Can you target one? What's going on? Just the one, it looks like, but I want, uh, well, the one that I shot, he died. Um, whichever one is the closest to my friends. They're, they're equidistant. equidistant. Do you want to choose the one that is the most hurt? Yes. The one with the biggest boo-boos, please. A seven. Ooh. And a <laughs> ooh. So that's going to be a six and a six. That's 12 still, I believe. So we're doing that uh, and you said you were casting it at 5th level? Well, it says the spell's damage increases by 1d6 when you reach certain levels, so it's, it's a cantrip, so there's not like a... I read that wrong. I can't oh, read. Oh, okay. Um, what up? My name's Vargas, I'm 19, and I never learned how to freaking read. What does this look like? Um, ooh. Tell me how you kill it. Ooh. Yay! I do a murder. Uh, I'd like to think... Can I... Can I cast it through the gun? I will permit it this one time because it sounds cool. <laughs> All right, I will try. Sh- uh, I will shoot it. Pew pew. Uh, Vargas quietly to himself. Um, and it will look like uh, like not bright silver, but like what's the word for not bright silver? Mm-hmm. Dull uh, silver. Dull. Well, no, it's not like. Like Gray? liquid lead. So you like have oh, you ever like cool. like seen like the like like mercury, like melted mercury. Nice. That's what, what I'm thinking of. So like just like a jet of like a maybe like this long of mm, liquid okay. mercury that just like right into the brain meat. Okay. Or like head of it or something. Like it just like goes and it doesn't go through, it just like sticks in and it like is very jarring. Very cool. Yeah. It's definitely like a quicksilver type effect that just like zoom through a open eye socket and it just spikes out the back and stays. And then Vargas would be like, <laughs> not the time, but like it is exciting. The crowd goes wild. Who would you like to popcorn to? We are at the top of a new around. initiative. All right. Um, so I don't have to, if we're at the top, I don't have to pick the Divic. They no, won't go twice. Okay. Um, I will go back to Vasily. Okay. I'm sorry you got crushed. Um, also, I'm sorry I shot you. So wow, 
I'm really proud of you for apologizing. Um, I mean, this is Hadil apologizing, oh, well, I guess. Yeah, true. Um, so, Constantine is at zero hit points and failed a death save, right? Um, I would like to cast Spare the Dying on her. Um, so just, like, I guess last round we, like, tumbled to the ground, got semi-crushed, rolled across the ground a little bit, and she just wants to, like quickly scramble across the dirt and, like, grab Constantina's lifeless body and cast Spare the Dying. Okay. And will you read that um, explanation out to me real quick? Um, It says, you touch a living creature that has zero hit points, the creature becomes stable. The spell has no effect on undead or constructs. Okay. Constantina, you are now stable. Your hit point maximum remains the same. The T-Rexes never went. Ah, you're right. Can they go twice? (laughs) I will allow it. Yes. Vasily, who would you like to popcorn to if that's the end of your... Or do you have something else? Um, no, that's it. Um, I'm just like, I guess I should go to the T-Rexes now. <laughs> I will I will permit the T-Rexes to go twice. <laughs> who is, who's rolling for the T-Rexes? They're Constantina's pack, so I feel like Constantina should get to. I will gladly do that. Um, so they're each going to... They also get a multi-attack. There's only one Dibbic left. They're going to attack the one Dibbic. (laughs) (laughs) Destroy. They're going to use their bite. They're going to try. So uh, one, uh, let's see. (laughs) Get them. Dang, they get plus 10 to hit. That's awesome. So 27 for one. And (laughs) um, 21 for the other. So I'm assuming those both hit. I don't deserve this. And then I'm going to, dang, 4d12 plus 7. We're going to take a chomp. That's not the right dice. Sorry, I'm nervous. <laughs> okay. Um, four, that is, what is math? 11 points and 19 mm-hmm. points. What is math? 30? 30, 30, point, 30 points yeah. total of piercing damage. Okay. Um, is that the end of their turn? That was their first turn. Oh, that's their first atta- turn or first, first attack? attack? Sorry. I was just calculating them together. First attack of their multi-attack. The second one is with their tail, so they're going to whip their tails at the creature. Um, 15 uh-huh. for one. Don't know if that hits. Okay. Yes. And then 23 for the other, which I'm assuming hits. Mm-hmm. And 21 from one of the T-Rexes and, jeez, and uh, 21. That's weird, though. They both, different numbers, but both added up to 21. So that is 42 points of bludgeoning damage for their second attack. Constantina. Tell me about it. I feel it. like mercy also gets credit because the reason they're so powerful right now is because they're t-rexes so okay i'm i'm also on one of their heads i mean i think other than the visual of them like tearing apart this creature with their bite and then smacking the remains around um i don't know if lisa would like to add any flavor to that but that is how i envision it oh 
Uh, that's also how I envision it. Just the T-Rex is encircling this last creature and tearing it apart. But Mercy's like clinging onto the head for dear life. Neferet, as you reach the Game Master's door, you can hear the crowd just losing it. They have never been so enthralled. And you can hear them pack, 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 pack. The Game Master looks up and is just beaming. It's just, these are the best returns we've seen in years. You're welcome. Neferet? Yeah, I... Yeah, okay. So, Neferet was here to do damage control. That's... <laughs> <laughs> oh, oops. <laughs> uh, well, they were they were hoping, like, this is... They're kind of a little surprised that they're... That he's so cool about this. Um, this is typically... You know enough about the arena that this is typically how most fights yeah. end, so... They just don't typically get With a, a outside interference. T Rexes, yeah. yeah. So is outside it's outside interference a normal thing or not? That's not not usually, but they don't have a lot of okay, rules. Cool. Yeah. If if it if the outside interference riles the crowd, okay. they're cool yeah. with it. Um so yeah, never it will will appear. Um and I think they've they've taken on a little more of a swagger in their step as they to enter in, they go. Well, it seems that uh, my uh, people brought the entertainment, and he gets up from the from the desk, and he's, yeah, this is these are the best returns we've seen in years. This is fantastic. Are these your clients? Yes. Um, the name's Hecat, uh, merchant, and will hold out their hand. <laughs> oh, yeah, he shakes it vigorously. Unfortunately, it's, uh, as much as these are my people, they, uh, this was not exactly how my night was supposed to go. Um, appears that, uh, one of them had been taken to do this. I'm glad that it turned out so well in the end, but, uh, you know, I'm a very busy person, and, uh, with, um, you know... If this is such a good returns, because of my people. He scratches his stubble. Make me a persuasion check. Uh, that is a 15 plus a 3. 18. <sighs> yeah, you got a 15. So he just like scratches his sideburns and I guess, I guess I could spare 40%. Of course, more than fair. Yeah. Um, Your role earlier was high enough to know that typically gladiators don't get any persuasion. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, like, yeah. Your persuasion was pretty good for yeah, him. And um, they will they will take the coin um, and go, would you happen to know who uh, brought in um, the uh, pack leader? Uh, one sec, one sec. And it is as he rifles through his books. Neferet, you are in the perfect position to look out over the top of this arena at this swollen sable moon and this red. You can see the pinpricks of creatures on the horizon. One in particular bloated gargantuan monstrosity. Yawns its maw wide and pours out 
a stream of demons into the streets of Mudar. This is where we'll end tonight. You survived? How surprising. You must be a Mistwalker after all. Join our ranks at MistTalesDnd on Twitter or visit TalesFromTheMist.com. Till next week, sleep well, Mistwalkers.